Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS power to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Joel. And this is episode 140. Yeah. I think so. Oh, shit. I didn't even check. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. I think you said 139 last time. I think so. Episode 140. What is good, everybody? Uh, in your world, it's Tuesday morning. Hopefully. Should be. Provided I get this edited and done up. It's Monday morning for us. It is about 5.50 in the morning. And we're doing an early podcast with Joel again. Because that is making my life a lot easier. Um, it is not the end of Mike and Derek. They will be back on here. Potentially next week, I hope. Uh, just really busy around the shop lately. And also just trying to get a little more home time um, in the evenings. And not be up here at the shop until 9 o'clock every night. And so uh, reporting, recording the early podcast in the morning is uh, is super helpful for that. Yeah, I'm trying to take away your workload a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Joel, Joel's helping on all fronts. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> podcast, polishing. This is exactly like when looking for like the, the dream employee, like you fit the bill because like, yeah, I like four-wheeling and I go four-wheeling and I like Jeeps and I also can like polishing as well. You might say that now, yeah. but it might be the end of, of a podcast and a polished company. <laughs> no. Um, nope, I'm done. Fuck it. I'm out. I'm putting in the work, man. I'm going to, I want to help you grow. I'm going to, you're going to die in the first two weeks. You're just like, oh my God, I'm dead. Yeah. But, it's hitting me pretty hard now, but. Yeah. Well, it's, it's this week good. should be less crazy. It's funny. Every time a new person starts, it's like the most hell week there ever is always. Like I when you when Trinity started, we were doing that trailer. The mm. first, like the first day she started, I pulled that. We had that uh, 53 foot trailer in here. I'm like, here's a sander. Here's a box of 180 grit. Now work your way down this whole trailer. <laughs> hey, that's the best way <laughs> to learn, she, man. And she ran a sander it. for like six hours the first day. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's how you do it. Like, you know, yeah. everyone kind of wants to like start easy their first day, mm -hmm. but man, I think just getting smoked your first day off, it, it kind of weeds out the week, man. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean it, yeah. if you're going to be doing that every day, you can't do it one day. You can't do it every day. Right. Yeah. And the, in the first day is always like, what in the world do I just, you know, what did I just get thrown into? But <laughs> last week was uh, quite a bit of that. We did five Peterbilts last week. That may not, may not sound like a lot to some people, but to me, that's a pretty good week. Um, but we did like 40 or 50 wheels, something like that. Yeah, um, it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we... On the track late. <laughs> I have not done anything off-road related. Did you touch anything Jeep related last week? I moved it. Did you? And I listened to oh, the front locker making noise, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, I got to get in there. Oh, it's still in there. Okay. <laughs> it's um, in one piece, but it might be in... Well, it might be in a couple pieces. I don't know. It's still inside of the... In the box. It's still in the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until you pull the cover off and get the fluids out, you never know what's wrong with it. No. Um, it would help if we didn't work late a couple nights last week. Maybe could have had a little more time to well, fiddle with it. I mean, you got to have money to fix it. This yeah. is true. Yeah. That check was not bad. No, um, it's good. I like it. So, uh... I was looking around, you know, some of the patrons will know uh, that we were looking for uh, last night. We were looking for sprocket numbers. I'm trying to find the wide chain sprockets this week is going to be like, that's going to be my main focus. I think mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to get uh, sprockets sourced and hopefully ordered. Cause I really like, that's the only thing holding me up from putting that transfer case back together. So you are going to order it. You're not going to. I'm going to do something. 
Well, Coltus has a couple of trucks that may have that transfer case. Um, I just need to verify that they have that actually that they actually have like a 231D transfer case. And if they do, then I'm going to have them pull it. Yeah. And I think I they have one and Max has one. So Mac, uh, Max Recycling is local. And uh, so they have one for like 150. I'm like, let's one sprockets for is 150. Yeah. Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is I found a company on eBay that sells a six year planetary, uh, the wide chain, a new brand new chain and a set of sprockets for like 250. That's, that's I mean, not terrible. I'm going to try to probably reach out to them this morning. You got a um, cultist now. They, I noticed they have a parts rack now or like, they, old, like stuff they've already pulled. Yeah. Either yeah. people maybe brought it mm-hmm. back or they pulled it and never come and got it, but they actually have a decent amount. They, I mean, somewhere in there has got to be a transfer case, case just <laughs> sitting there. Whether or not it's the right one or I don't know. They, it literally, I, I looked up, uh, I was looking up the vehicles with cultists cause they don't have like a parts like lookup. No, but I got on, but I did, um, I got on car dash part and was looking on there and it showed cultists as having that a transfer case for a, like a two thirty one D for like a Dakota. I wouldn't imagine that it'd be too hard. To so um, you have that. Like I said, Max has one. I'm going to call this. The place online was trans parts, trans parts one. I think it was. Um, and I'm going to reach out to them and see if they'll just sell me the sprockets. So they have the kit with the six year planetary and the chain and sprockets. I'm going to see if they'll just sell me just the sprockets. I'd imagine they would. Maybe unless it's just all like, a, you know, kits that they put together. I could, sort of I thing. could see both. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but given that I've already got a six gear planetary and already had a chain, it's like, I don't really need. Yeah. You two. don't need all that extra stuff. But for two fifty, if I can just have it delivered to my door by Friday, it wouldn't be bad either. Oh, it's like, do it and just be done with it. Yeah. Be mm-hmm. done with it. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think all, if I remember right, I was watching somebody build one of the wide K six planetaries and he had got a Dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, 241 and it didn't actually have the chain the 241, in it. So yeah. I think, I think, uh, not all of those yeah. are actually the, the work. We were having that discussion last night. We were looking on some of the forums and it was like, it was hit or miss, but like the 231, I think the 231 D, I feel like they said most of those had it. I think so. And then also, uh, the, uh, that's I guess the one that, I always hear is the, I guess D. there's an HD case also. Is that in, is that NV231 HD? They put like the full size pickups. I think in the, in the, not F150s, the, uh, 1500 Dodges. Yeah, the 1500. Um, I think so. It had some of those. And maybe I think some of the Dakota, maybe the, uh, the V8 Dakotas may have had an HD case in them as well. I can I don't see know. that. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely not a, I don't think it's a one size everything because they said like it, that some of the YJs had the wide chain, that list that Chris sent us anyway, it showed that maybe some of those vehicles had that wide chain option or it fit. Um, yeah. Cause mine's got a two Oh seven in it. And if I remember right, I think it had some oddball like four planetary, but wide chain in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It's some weird deal in there. Hmm. The, uh, now that I think about it, I think the list that Chris sent me, um, that I shared with everybody. I think that list has is just for a wide chain. Like yeah. this chain fits these transfer cases, right. so it may not have the same. Uh, and that's really set, all you need, though, as long as the shaft's the same size. That's the that, thing: is the shaft the same size? Yeah, that part I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it may not be the gears. Maybe completely be. different, different input or different uh, front output. Could be, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so working on that this week 
um, transfer case wise and just figuring out uh, how to get the parts we need to get it put back together. I really want to drive that thing. Um, I want you to as well. I spoke with Bray and he's got an event coming up called the Graham Fondo. Um, I believe is what it's called. And it is on September 3rd in Peoria. They're doing a bike ride uh, for his son, like a, a kind of a benefit type deal. That's nice. Um, or like a, like a, I don't know exactly what it is. You have to look it up. It, it, I will share the link on the trail riders page tomorrow or today for you guys. Um, and I was looking at it last night. I was reading through like what the plans are, like the kind of the itinerary. And they're going to start uh, like as the sun comes up, they're going to start riding. And um, he said there, he's wanting to keep a pace of about 10 miles an hour the whole day. And we're pre-running. And I said, I was like thinking <laughs> about that. I'm like 10 mile an hour looked at like when the after party starts and it's like roughly 10 hours apart. I'm like they're going to cover a cover hundred miles that that's, day. Yeah. That's booking it. That's wild. That's crazy to me. Like hundred miles on a bike. It's crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't run a bike a lot, so that would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, oh, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll jump in on that. And I'm yeah. Like, ah, maybe for a little bit. <laughs> It'd be a short run. <laughs> 10 miles. And why are you yeah. keep going? Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys at the end. We're done, right? <laughs> this is my chase car. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will share that for everyone to check out and um, get info in case you want to show up and support. Um, and you're saying bicycles. Yeah, bicycle, not motorcycle. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just in case bike. nobody. Yeah, no, no, no. Bicycle. Well, hundred hundred miles on a bike. Eh, no bad. No, no, bi- no, a bicycle. Yeah, bicycle. My uh, uncle, he he rides from Brownsburg, Indiana, to St. Joe to my parents' house. He does really? those Ironman. Oh yeah, he's uh, in his sixties now. He's just an animal. Really? Yeah, they do the bike so many miles, run so many What's miles, that? swim so many miles. Brownsburg to St. Joe is at seventy five miles, probably. Uh, it's kind of uh, right in there. I don't know. I think it's a hundred miles from Champaign to Indy. It could be. Yeah. So it's probably, yeah, probably 75 miles. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. And it's a pretty good click. It'll be, I don't know how hard it is right now for him to do that, but it'll be even easier if they ever complete that rail trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just straight shot. I think it runs right through. I think it was going to run right into Indy. That's crazy. I don't uh-huh. know how they're going to make it that long. That's what they're planning on doing. Cause it, I mean, the rail beds there, uh, the rail trails, uh, is a bike project. Um, they're trying to, whoever is putting it on, putting together, uh, it's a bicycle project that they are doing a, they want to do a path from coast to coast and all be connected. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the goal. That would be fun though. Through our area, they're using a old rail bed that is no longer in service. They is, it's insane the amount of work that they put into that rail bed There's a to lot make of, a bike path. Like it's stupid. A lot of heavy machinery. We hauled in so much dirt. We basically built a new rail bed because I'm pretty sure what the, what like the deal was. So um, it's on like a 25 year contract or something like that from uh, whichever railroad company owns that still. Cause they still own the land. They're just yeah, they leasing have the it to the state. To it, yeah. mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure what they basically did was like, Yes, you can use this for this project, but you have to build it as a rail bed. That's crazy. And so now it's essentially a more robust, bigger, like red, like uh, rail bed. So if ever they wanted to put a train 
rail back through there. Yeah, see, that's now where they're getting now them. better. Yeah. They tricked them into doing all the handwork. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. You <laughs> come guys, up there one day, they're yep. laying tracks. What the Dude, hell? Dude, because I'm serious. Like, this is a bike path for like a walking path. It's, um, I think it's like 10 feet wide. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and so they brought in a bunch of dirt. They cut, they cleared all the brush out of the way that was there. Uh, the rail, the, the rails itself has been gone for years. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, we took in, uh, thousands of tons of dirt and they increase the width of the actual rail bed. And then they tamped it down with a sheep's foot, like to really like make it solid. And they worked that sheep's foot back and forth in areas for days trying to get it to, to get firm. Then they put down, um, it's crazy. They got the dirt put down. Then they took a mill and they came through and they milled the dirt out. They cored out the center of the dirt. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, to build what the road. heck are they doing? Yeah, they, they cored out the center of the dirt after it's fully compacted. And then um, after that, they brought in, a, like, I think they put in like a layer of three inch rock to uh, as a uh, as a base substrate. And then after that, they came in and put um, road pack or pug stone over top of that. This like you're literally building a road at this point. And then this is how they would build a road before they laid asphalt. And then after that, they put down a uh, finer rock that they call uh, turkey grit or pep chips, which is just these really small. Um, it's like, I don't even know how to explain it, like fish tank rock almost mm-hmm. real small. And they put that as a as a top layer. It's just crazy. Like the, anyway. Yeah. For a bike path. You for know. a bike path. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder exactly who's all funding. I think it's all private funded. I think. Isn't, is it? Isn't it, could, it? Yeah, it I'm not be. sure. I think at one time. I think the state may have a hand in it. They could, yeah. Um, but I, mean, I think there's some Whatever they can do to burn well. up more of our tax money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> makes exactly. sense. Yeah. Or, the, or screw just. The, screw the road that, you know, knocks a hole in, you know, or in my tire. Yeah. Make sure that bike path's solid. solid. <laughs> Extra solid. <laughs> Don't want anybody spraining an ankle. No. Um. So anyway. um. Yeah. Bray's event should be pretty cool. So make sure you check that out. I will put the link over on the Trail Riders page either today or Tuesday. Do you even own a bicycle? I do. I do. Yeah. I although reading that last night made me think about going and buying another one. Yeah. Like, like a, oh, I should go buy another bike. A good a good one that'll <laughs> yeah. actually go distance. Yeah. <laughs> one one will go a little more distance. I don't know that I need to get crazy with it. I'm not gonna ride that much. Uh, but like at the same time, I mean I got a bike. I brought uh Jessica's bike here. Um it's a 18 speed or something like that. I brought it here to ride. If I want to go like right around here out in the country, whatever, some of the days where I have a real hard days here in the shop, I just need like a mental break. Um, I'll go hop on that thing and go ride a couple miles. And that gives me enough. Um, it spikes the endorphins enough to mm. kind of get me to smooth out, able, you know, give me an opportunity to think. Like, yeah, okay, that's what, now, that is what's nice, you know, cause you're, I'm not, you're your own little element, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Get away from, get away from the work for a moment. But anyway, um, yeah, as far as off-road goes, that's what I have going on this week. I'd like to get my transfer case put back together at some point, hopefully. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Especially well, like, if you order the parts, you know, you just throw oh, it Oh, yeah, there. then that'll be easy. I don't know how long it would take to even get here. I didn't look and see. I hate spending money like that, but sometimes you just get to a point where it's you You just want to spend the money, mm-hmm. the extra money, and just, just have it right away. Right. Exactly. Like, that's the thing is, like, um, you gotta get, you just, yeah. How soon can you get it? 
And then like, is it worth the extra money, a little bit extra money to buy the brand new parts right. versus like going and sourcing a transfer case? And the biggest thing right now is like, if you do go source a transfer case, is it going to have the, is it going to have the sprocket in it that you need? Yeah, it could not. Like, that's yeah, a bad might, deal. You waste your whole day pulling, pulling one out that doesn't have it. That would suck. And that's what I was trying to get around last night. I was trying to find a define like a definitive answer as to what cases, you know, have this actual set in it. So I don't have to do that. Cause you have to pull the whole case out of the vehicle. Then you have to separate it. You know, once you break the back half off, which is, it's not terrible, but it's, you're probably talking 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Probably Get all your, uh, the ring clips out of the way and pump and all that stuff, pull it all off. And then you look in there and you go, Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one. same thing I have on the table right it's now. The same thing. I got two of them on the table at the moment. <laughs> Uh, so the name of that shop that I'm looking at on eBay, uh, their eBay seller name is Transpart Shop One. Um, they've been on eBay since 2019, sold 2,300 items. Sounds like a Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> best, <laughs> best one, number one. <laughs> um, I think they've got they got 100 feedback on 2,300 items. It's yeah, not, that's not half bad. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know why. You- I wish I could find like the contact info to just call them direct, right. but I don't know who they are exactly. Um, so I have to message them on eBay here, but they have a, it's a two MP two thirty one J Jeep transfer case, inch and a quarter max upgrade sprockets chain and six pin planetary. Um, so I just need these sprockets but I can't find a listing for just the sprockets. And you said they're, they're new. They're all, is it all new or it looks it? like they're new? Yeah. So somebody has a part number for these items somewhere. Right. I just have to find them or message these guys and say, Hey, will you just sell me the sprockets? I have all the other garbage. Uh, Oh, look at this. I guess this- it depends on if they order it in a kit yeah. to sell or if they assemble. The kit. Right. You know what though? They have a listing here also for a, uh, rear case cover, so the whole back cover of a 231, and also a sprocket and a chain. Because sometimes if the chain gets too loose, it'll wear through the so yeah, case. slap the case. Mm-hmm. And so they have that as an option as well. I have to look and see what the description is and see if it's a wide chain or not. I don't think it is. I think it's just a regular chain. Yeah. So anyway, I will send them a message and check on that. See if they get back to me, and then um. Uh, yeah, just get that case back together would be really nice. Get it back on trail. I'm right. I, I want to get back on the road, honestly. Back on the road? Yeah, I'd like to get back on the road. So I start driving again. I'll start, you know, tinkering with it. I want to get the passenger seat put back in it or the passenger seat uh, put in it, the Corbeau. I want to get that all fabbed up. Um, that seat's at the house. And then I want to get um, just a few other things figured out. There's a couple things that I need to address in terms of like, um, like I need to fab up. I may have you TIG weld up at some point. Um, I need to fab up a different fuel hose setup. Excuse me. It's early in the morning. It's going to be a lot of yawns today. Um, I'm just trying not to. Yeah. It's really hard. You're trying to what? I, yeah. I, yeah. Too much on the, <laughs> on the podcast. Just <laughs> I listened to it. I was like, why am yeah. I saying yes? Yeah. But it's something you do, you don't realize. I'm just engaging. I want to make sure people know I'm paying attention. Uh, just try not to, yeah. I'm stop not, saying yeah. I'm trying not to yawn. <laughs> so uh, the fuel, the way that I set up that fuel filler neck when I first did it back in 2019 is um, I put the fuel tank in there and I put the filler neck up in the 
quarter panel. And I was trying to figure out how to link the two together. I'm like, I need a flexible hose that I can put together, like trying to find a fuel hose. Most of them are molded. So you're trying to find kind of one that fits or something like that. And so I just ended up using uh, one of those flexible radiator hoses. It works. It, it does, but it's also not fuel, like made for fuel. Oh, and so it like basically, um, what do you call turn that? Turn to mush. No, no, it's not turned to mush yet, but it, it does um, allow vapor to get through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do is get a couple chunks of fuel hose and then get uh, some pipe, some steel tubing or aluminum tubing or something like that, and then just make an actual like mold, like bent filler neck. We can do that. Yeah, that goes down to it. And it shouldn't be too hard. Just figure out what diameter I need and then buy some mandrel bent pipe. No, it's, yeah. It, yeah, super yeah. simple. But I want to do that and do that for the filler neck and for the uh, vent as well. Um, just run them together. Yeah. Yeah, just do that. And then I would like to, if I get those two done, that should, I hope that's going to decrease my fuel smell in the cab because there is a bit of a fuel smell in there. Should, as long as the tank itself isn't leaking. The tank itself is not actually in the cab. <clears throat> It's like under the floorboard. Yeah. Yeah. And so if it still has a fuel smell after that, then we've got an air leak somewhere and I'll just have to get in there and just start kind of sourcing, like figuring out where it's still leaking. Where's the vent tube running now? The vent tube runs like to the filler neck. Into the cab. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see here. How does that vent? No, it vents into the neck. Yes, a lot so, of them yeah. vent out of the neck. It vents out of the neck, so it's got a vented um, cap. I can't remember who makes it, but they make a little remote-mounted check, mm-hmm. and you can just put it on the end of a hose and run it anywhere. It's for, oh, really? It's for people just that are running, like, your stealth mm-hmm. pumps that want to, don't want to run a charcoal canister. I got you. And it just lets air in and air out when it needs to, but it's closed off so you don't get, like, just constant vapor smell out of it right what i can tell that's that's what all the race car guys use um seem like they work pretty good yeah that should i don't know if i necessarily need something like that uh for this application it's it's good the only thing i really have an issue with is the vented cap uh the vented cap when i go up into an angle like it dumps out so i need to maybe address that it's okay yeah. Can I get just a regular cap? Like, can I get a cap that screws into that that's not vented? Is yeah, that you can. Okay. Um, but yeah, as long as you have like a an, a, an actual check or a vent, because that's yeah. like your charcoal, like right. it'll let air. It in has and out. two vents in the tank, like a little quarter inch air, like a little quarter inch vacuum line style. Yeah. It has those on the top of the tank. Do you know what? If it goes to something that still works, like, uh, no, probably not. It's just vented to. I think air. that vent on the fuel next just, uh, is to keep it from gargling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. When you're filling it, because mm-hmm. it's too, it's, like you're not spray gonna, out on you. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're not going to get uh, when you're putting that much fuel in, you're not going to get those two little quarter inch airlines aren't going to be enough. No, yeah. So I think, feel like yeah, because that that vent is actually above where the nozzle would be right. when you put the fuel filler nozzle in it. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I could do as long as those vents going into the tank, which would be easy, would pop the lid off of it, clear those out with some air, make sure they're all functioning properly, and then. Um, do that and then hook the air lines back up. Just let them. Uh, does it need to go to charcoal? Can it just be to to ant to air? Mine don't. Like I, I just I don't notice any fuel smell in the YJ. Yeah, and I got rid of that whole system. I mean, it's so old. There's the no way it worked. Yeah, yeah I just right. 
I just kind of, I don't even remember what I did. I think they're sitting there capped off. I feel like, I can't remember where the charcoal is. just emissions. You can yeah. free vent the yeah. fumes if you want to. And that's what I was, yeah, just going to I mean, you'll get them. a smell, but. Yeah, but it shouldn't be in the cab. No, it shouldn't be in the cab. Um, yeah, so when I get that done, like when I get back on the road, if I, if that vibration is gone, I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking for right now is to is to get all this put back together with the new shafts and see if the vibration that I had in the rear drive line initially back in 2020, if that vibration has been sorted or if that's a pinion angle uh, problem. If it's a pinion angle problem, then I will need to put it back on jack stands, rip the rear end apart, cut the perches off, and put the new um u-bolt eliminator perches on it yeah i mean and have. that's not the end of the world because you want those no. anyways, you know? yeah it, yeah it wouldn't be the end of the world for me it's fine we should have to make time to do it i got a plasma we can make real short work of. that would be the way to do it yeah is it 220 no it's uh no it's 110 it's 110 even better yeah it cuts it yeah. cuts good too. i just need to go buy an air compressor to go you don't even it. need an air compressor it makes its own air oh it makes its own air yeah oh man it's a suitcase it's a little, it's a little hobart yeah oh shit yeah that's, was, that's exactly what we need in my life yeah yep. i actually i stole it from my dad he doesn't need it <laughs> like you, you don't you don't do nothing like this <laughs> he paid good money for it i bet i was speculating i you know i was skeptical skeptical uh-huh. oh man i can't get my it's only six it's fine <sighs> terrible <laughs> i was skeptical of it at first because it's so small and it's self air yeah i mean every now and then it'll kick off but right. you, can, you can get one side of a bracket off before it turns that's, off and that's not bad i mean like at the same time it's it's faster it's still faster and more efficient than cutoff wheels yeah and uh the one that ian has ian's got that little miller it's tiny dude it's smaller than that laptop and they're like, like rated at, oh it'll cut half inch steel it's like, what the stupid, yeah <laughs> it uh <laughs> It it ripped through everything that I was trying to do with uh with the Jeep when I took it out there to Mike's house back in the you know back in the day, and uh, so yeah, it's super. Um, those suitcase ones are crazy; like they're just so compact and usable. Yeah, I didn't think it would do anything, and it it does everything if I need guy, to for right you know Jeep stuff. If a guy was smart enough, he could set up a bank of like Milwaukee batteries in a Ooh. in an inverter. Oh, is it inverter or converter? Be a uh, converter inverter would it be i don't know either way yeah i think you're going set up, up here. set up some kind of situation to to go up to the proper amperage and voltage that'd be sick wouldn't it you it should walk in you should walk out with two suitcases into the junkyard <laughs> what are you doing i was gonna hear plasma cut <laughs> what <laughs> you can't take torches not a torch it's not <laughs> it's electric <laughs> it's, a, it's a power tool it's just my toolbox uh, that'd be awesome. That'd be handy. I always wonder if they just didn't want fires or they don't want people just whacking think, away at stuff. I think that was a fire thing. Yeah. Because I mean, they used to be able to take torches in. Yeah. Yeah. Years they ago. They still do. The yard dogs still cut. Yeah. Stuff the yard dog. Yeah. If you want something to cut up, they will. But I'm thinking that somebody like people out there cutting shit up that didn't need to be cut up. And, and like you get some dodic out there that doesn't know what he's doing. Set the starts, carpet on fire. Well, yeah. Set yeah. the carpet on fire, burn a car down. Like, oh, there's all those parts. <laughs> Just know. walk away. Hopefully nobody oh. got hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then like you have that. And then I think, um, I think some of them still have fuel tank. Do they still have fuel tanks in some of them or do they pull all the fuel tanks? They pull all the fuel tanks and the put fuel them fuel in that tanks. back, but they still catch on fire. Fuel filter still then. has fuel in it probably. Yeah. yeah systems has fuel. I remember being out there like, four or five years ago and there's just flames rolling out <laughs> where they dump them. I was like, what the hell? Oh, happened? Jesus. <laughs> It was a good fire. I'll bet. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to check. I'm wanting to see that vibration is gone. And once I get that checked out and see if that's good, uh, like I was, the reason I brought up Bray's event is because Bray is hoping, hopefully Bray will have 
uh, one of my wheels done for that event on the third. So nice. I can pick up that 17 and throw the 40s back on. And then. Um, Did you come up with a game plan on the repair? I'm going to leave it to him. Yeah. Just yeah. fix it. I really don't care. I, no. Honestly, the spare itself is already fixed. Um, it just needs the holes enlarged to fit the lug nut. And so if he just punches out the spare for now, good I'm good. Go. I'll bring it back here. We'll polish it real quick and then throw a 40 on it. There you um, go. And, um, you know, if, if you would get out in the shop and make me some damn money. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> car ran real good <laughs> if we had if we had big money coming right now i'd just call scott go forth and have him send me a set of uh visions yeah i if don't know why you're messing around i don't know you want to buy a new truck and stuff just buy just buy new wheels it's looking at sheds over the weekend oh boy i know stupid what kind of shed uh like a yard shed oh like a yeah yard replace shed. mine mine's fucking in bad shape that's another phone call i gotta make this week i gotta follow i got a phone call i gotta call we got a bunch of Amish shed makers about uh hour, hour and a half south of us. Yeah. That's where all of them come from. You got Martin Sheds down in Sullivan. You got Everlast uh, down in like Arcola area. And then there's a couple more down there as well. And I was looking, I was like, you know what? I'll bet, I'll bet you that these shed builders have like contractors for like, if somebody fucks a shed up. I'm sure they do. You know what I mean? Like, hey, do you have a contractor that fixes sheds? I like, this yeah. with my car. And I was looking at like a uh, rector construction here in town. They do shed. I re- know. Oh, I'm sorry. They do uh, another thing. Another project I was looking at this weekend. Don't take time off. You'll find all the shit at home <laughs> that you need to do. Um, That's and, what I uh, did yesterday. But I want to find somebody that like re- rehab sheds. Because I was looking at my shed and the shed that I have currently is a, is a 10 by 14. And the shed structure itself looks good. All the wooden side looks good. There's a couple spots. I have a little bit of like black on them. From you know a little bit of moisture, um, but we're talking about a tiny area like two inches wide. Yes, something. I know it's terrible. You know, a little bit. Um, the rest of the wood inside is perfect. The floor is particle board, and it's still good. And I've it's been there for two decades. You know, I bet that shed's been there for fifteen years or better. So it's just your paneling on the side. That's All the paneling on the side is fucked. So the door, the doors are like panel are uh, like uh, tongue and groove, and they're just falling. They're falling to pieces. And then in the back, there's a pine tree that hangs over that shed a little bit. And the um, roof is all messed up. It's yeah. fucked the soffit. And then the roof itself is starting to deteriorate back there. So what I'd like to do is find somebody that can rehab sheds, have them come, strip it down to, to studs, and then resheet it either with sheet metal or some of that really nice, um, you know, 30-year siding that they have. I've done it. I like <laughs> sheet metal, honestly. I've done it before. Have you? Yeah. I'm it's not. Uh, what, we... Pretty easy. Based, yeah, because when you take it down, it's just a frame. Yeah. Underneath. It's just a shed. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. It's just finding time. Yeah. And we use, uh, like, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's, I think it was pine or cedar. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, a, almost like a tongue and groove board, but. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it's got like slats that are cut down in between each right. section. I don't um, even know what you'd call it. I, I'm, I'm not a construction siding. worker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we um, just found it. It was like, oh, that looks like shed siding and <laughs> flooring. Yeah. It could Why be. Is this so expensive? <laughs> but, it, you know, I had a, had a lip to overlap to go to the next piece. Right. And yeah. That's a, that'd be the way to do it is uh, get that. I want to, I'd like to get that run rehab and then moved and then put a new uh, shed in its place. I'd like to put a little bit bigger, nicer shed in, play, in its place. 
And then I'll have two sheds. One for lawn equipment and bullshit. And then other stuff, other one for like all mother bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Get some a, of that. A he shed. A he shed. Where's, yeah, that's what where's I need. Jessica's she shed? That's the other one. Oh. Yeah. I'll call that her shed. Sure. Get out there. <laughs> yeah. I think she'll kick you get, out there. Get to your she shed. Uh, <laughs> she has a she house. Yeah. It's she fine. has a she house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me the shed. <laughs> I have a shop. She has a she house. It's fine. Um, but anyway. Yeah, that was another thing I was looking at this week is like sheds and just, it's just shit everywhere. Um, fuck. I just want to go four wheeling. I'm over it. I do too. Yeah. Like it's, I've been working too much. We're going to go four wheeling. We got to so, make a day. I have to get my shit done before Josh Anderson gets his done. Yeah. Like I have to. Otherwise, somebody's going to talk shit. Yeah. I was going to say he's yeah. never going to let you live it down. He, he might someday. I don't know. But like everybody else is just going to run their mouth. There's shit talkers on the old Patreon chat. You know, I have a feeling reading the Patreon chat, those all, they, they came from old pirate four by four forums. You, know? you think all those guys just are toxic. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> all you motherfuckers come pirate, didn't you? Yeah, you, you, you all shit talking motherfuckers. How big a tire can I fit on my XJ with no left? For idiot. Uh. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> It may it may not be that bad. No, it's but it not. Might I'm just playing. Yeah. No, uh, it's fun. It's entertaining. Oh, it's definitely entertaining. We were definitely chit chatting last night once we started that whole gear conversation. It's a it's a good time in there. There's a there's a handful of patrons I realized that like aren't in there, so they left. I was in was there, busy. and then I and then it and then wasn't, and I was like, well, I didn't say anything real inflammatory, and I was like, and I don't think I could have. You didn't leave on your own? No, oh, it, really? it was just in there, and then it and then I went one day, and it was just gone. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I wonder if that's what happened to Corey because Corey's oh, really? not either. But I'm assuming he left because I used to just busy. I used to just read it, and never say anything because I was afraid that you know I would get chastised. <laughs> Um, I'm going to ask him now why he's not in the Patreon. Like you never added me. No way. <laughs> that would be crazy. I know he's still a patron. I'm pretty sure he's still a patron. I just, like, I just figured you kicked me out because <laughs> I had my, uh, card linked to my PayPal and then my oh. card got stolen. I got a new one <laughs> and I forgot to put it in there and I missed uh -huh. one of the, the uh, payments for the Patreon. I figured you're like, get the fuck out. This guy's done. No, you're man. done. <laughs> Patreon's Patreon's one of those things. If I see that you leave, like if I if I happen to be in the chat when somebody leaves, I'll add them back. Like, no, no, this you're is, never leaving. <laughs> this is Hotel California. <laughs> I did have to turn turn off my notifications yeah. that one first yeah. night. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's busy in there. It is. It's so busy at random there. times too. Um, yeah, at random times because everyone like, has a different state, you know, schedule and stuff, maybe. right? It gets, it gets quieter at night sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. If you get two guys that are, two or three guys that are doing night owl stuff, yeah. working overnights, like you get Ricky and you get Kenny, you know, if you get a couple and then if they if, get going back you get one other person that's doing an overnight or something like that and all of a sudden, I think Seth is overnight also. Yeah. So you get the three of them in there. If they start having a conversation, getting, you know, like three o'clock in the morning. Getting just, with it. You wake up in the morning, there's 150 unread messages. Like, what the fuck did you guys do all night? <laughs> You didn't work. That's for sure. Neither of you motherfuckers <laughs> are busy. <laughs> Everybody had the night off. That's What's what, going on? That's what I get into when I work third shift. I worked third shift for years and people would ask me something 
And I'd get to a point where I wasn't busy and I'd reply to him at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, you know, that probably wasn't good to do. It's fine. <laughs> I treat text messages can. like emails now. So it's like, I just yeah, send text messages whenever. Too. And uh, somebody's like, oh man, why'd you text me in the middle of the night? I'm like, you should have your phone on mute. Yeah. Like, Listen, that's your fault. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not smart enough to have them fucking muted, I don't want to tell you. You didn't want to sleep. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. You were waiting for that to come in. Every now and again, uh, like Derek Lassini will reply to something at like midnight. I'm like, did you wake up just to check your phone? Like, <laughs> let's see what I Steve's know, doing. <laughs> I know you're not still awake. Like, did you wake up just to check your phone? He did. Maybe. Uh, you know, got to go to the bathroom or something like, oh, what's going on here? Um, but uh, yeah. What's the plan yeah. for the YJ? What's it need done to it? Um, it, It's wheelable like it is. I just okay. want to go up bigger tires, but you know, those axles aren't going to live under a bigger if tire. Already, if you already smoked a lunchbox locker. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly if I smoked. I, I have a suspicion. One of the springs popped out that keep it, the halves oh. pressurized and, you know, keep pressure against the pin. Um, it can mm. like if they get cracked or wore out. Oh, I got you. But the guy that had it before me had 37, 38s on it. Oh shit. And he beat the dog snout out of it. Is it a Spartan? Uh, I don't know what it is. Oh, because the eight eight's got one in it too, um, so she's lunch sack locked front and rear. Hmm. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if you can find out if it's a Spartan. I bet if it's, if you can find out if it's a Spartan, I bet Chris can help us out with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll definitely have him order me one if it's something broke. Broke. Mm-hmm. As long as the carrier's not busted or anything, I'll just throw a new one in them. They're pretty cheap. But what I'm working on now is it crunchy? It, no, it's just. Ratcheting. Click, 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 click. Um, yeah, it's just like constantly ratcheting um, forward, backwards, whatever. You, so one does it ever hook up? It seems like it does, but um, I never really, I didn't want to get stuck on trail by it's, ourself. It's ratcheting we, more than normal. Yeah, going, going straight. straight it's it. ratcheting. Oh, yeah. That's odd. Yeah, it's like one hmm. side's just always let go. Hmm. So it's like one side's working, but the other's not. You get a low tire? No, I paired them all down to <laughs> one's, one's at five, one's at 35. Yeah, oh, that's think, the problem. I think they're all, I think all four are 25. Oh, that's okay. what I put them at. If you get a Morphlet, you could fix it. I know, I need to get one. <laughs> Every time I got to air up and down, I'm like, man, just order one of those. If only I had one. I guess they're back ordered at the moment. I could see that. Yeah. Bill wants one and a compressor as well. And they were on back order. Stupid COVID stuff still going on. Actually, no one just I don't know. come back to work. I don't know if it's that or if he cause he was waiting on parts from some supplier, so it, must, it may be related to I'm supply sure you know, supply chain uh, issues. But that's part of the thing when you're trying to buy high end, like really nice stuff. You're only you're limited to how you know who you can get your parts from, right? But are you so? Are you gonna are you gonna just rock the XJ the way it is? Or are you gonna put some tons under it? I'm gonna keep it like it is. I was thinking about this the other night. You know, it's like. I'm building a 231 up. It has the 35 splines in the nine inch already, you know, air lockers. Oh yeah. The front's got chromos. And I thought about, I was like, man, do I go up to, um, do I go up to RCVs in the front in the Dana 44? But I'm, then I was listening to, um, Daryl talk about his RCVs and I feel like he had a lot of trouble with them. And then he switched from RCVs over to like some nitro chromos. And hasn't had a problem since. I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I, I think the biggest thing with RCVs is steering angle. Like yeah, they have the that. same, 
they have the same uh, strength at you know all the forty five degrees mm-hmm. as they do straight. Is that less strength than a regular chromo though? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, be. I think the weak point's always just going to be the the U joint, but now they have those billet cross, no needle bearing mm-hmm. U joints. So, really, is it any stronger? I, I've always broken shaft. Like, I've broken shafts probably equally as much as I've broken crosses. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and like, and usually when like I broke a when I broke a U joint, it was usually because the cap got thrown. It would. It would. Right, uh, just eject it. Yeah, because it would pull on the ear of the of the uh, shaft a little bit and loosen right. it up. Then the C clip would pop out, and then the cap would just yeah, you know, exit stage left. As soon as that happens, you just start destroying parts. I think that's the last time I threw a joint was on the drive shaft like that. Oh, on the drive shaft? Yeah, on the wow. drive shaft side. I've not well that I know of yet broken any axles, but wow. Knock on wood. I don't know. We'll see. We get in there. That's pretty good. My dream axle is that 609. Oh, yeah, of course. It's kind of like the, the like, it's kind of the best of both worlds. I've I've looked into it. I think I can do it cheap. Yeah, that's what you guys are saying. Like sub 5,000 or, or a little over. Is that cheap? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> compared to a spider tracks, you know, like right. nine ten thousand. 10,000. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong you know, about that's, that. That's uh, a trail gear, nine inch. Uh-huh. They, and I think they're 74. Five inches wide, and they're cut them down. The tubes are equal. Yeah, you cut them mm-hmm. down, and then I was just gonna get uh, the three-inch diameter Dana sixty C, mm-hmm. and just go rob the brakes and the knuckles and everything. Yep, off an O five plus, throw them on there, and then the nine-inch center section. And really, find an O five plus, like you can get on Kardashian part usually, and find a nine-inch or a, a O five plus Super D axle. Um, if you don't care what gears are in them or nothing like that, like Ian bought his for $199. Yeah. Like retarded cheap. Everything is hub to hub. It's crazy. All there. Yep. And then, and then you do make, you do need to make the decision. Like, do I keep the factory hubs or do I change, you know, to a new hub? bearing? Right. Um, but like even still, a lot of guys just re drill them to the eight on six and a half. Eight on six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, because they're what, then, like eight one seventy pounds. You gonna run a six oh nine up front and a fourteen out back, or what do you uh, think? No, I think I'll just build another because they have another nine inch housing that has Dana sixty outer bearing mm-hmm. outers on it. And I, I think if I source stuff from the junkyard, I could just get a few things minus the axle shafts in the center mm-hmm. sections. I think I could. So, and surprisingly, like, axle shafts aren't even that expensive. Like if you have no, like Brannock. They were like Ian's axle shafts weren't even that bad. No, I think I looked up uh, like the custom length axle shafts for that build. And I think the inners were 380 bucks or something like that a piece. Yeah. And then the outers are for the, just the factories would be the factory length. Oh, five Dana 60 size. Oh yeah. And you could just use, you could just run the factory outers for a little while. Right. And that's kind of what I was Especially thinking. Especially if you just got a four, two and you're running some like four. Yeah. You never break it. Oh, probably not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I think you'd be good for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I, I don't know, your, your your foot's a little heavier than mine. Well, I do it with an if I don't need to do it yeah. and it doesn't feel like something fun to do at the time. I'm not just always on the wood blind, yeah. like. But but it know. changes also when you go to a forty versus like a thirty three, like you're on yeah. now. Like when you're on a thirty three, you have to use a skinny pedal. Things are a little right. more challenging. Um. Yeah, I think it's gonna be if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather be wheeling slow than going fast and be broke all day. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
I still think that once we get like once I get mine back together and get uh, back to a bit of a, a routine of getting out and going four wheeling, I really want to get a handful of guys together that like have 40s or like have a little bit bigger tire. Like they're built for a bigger tire. Right. And then do like a small tire run. That would be fun. 30, like 33s and smaller. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun. Just go back to like small tires. Like, <laughs> all right, let's go wheeling. <laughs> Maybe even smaller than that, maybe like 31s, something stupid. Oh, man. Like the guys on 14 volts would be cussing. Dude. Not it, happy. Yeah, you just, they'd be dragging in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the thing, like, yeah, you you know, you have to be strategic. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to figure out who the group is going to be. Like, Dave's Ranger, uh, Josh Anderson's XJ, my XJ, maybe Jeremy and his, and his JK. That'd be oh, funny. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I was like 33s again. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a handful of other guys too. You'd have to get... watch it because some of those guys wouldn't even probably fit. You'd have to have, I mean, 17 inch rims on a lot of those rigs because I don't even oh, think it'd yeah. clear the damn steering arms and stuff. Uh, and the knuckle. I wonder where you'd even get. We had to figure out where to source tires from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that thing if you did, if you did it right and you uh videoed it and all that stuff, I think you could probably work with a tire company to maybe to get them to you know yeah if you put it out some there tires yeah maybe that would be interesting i'm gonna talk with marvin see if he can get a deal with bfg then you get into the you know That'd oh hilarious you, you know that you have to basically pawn skip your jeep you know it's like the, <laughs> it's like i'm gonna flat belly the hell out of this thing and just skate <laughs> over rocks <laughs> Oh my god, it'd be great! And you have to pick out like figure out what park you want to go to. Like yeah, you, like where do you want to go wheeling on thirty threes? Like, is it just a Badlands trip or do you do something stupid? I like think Redbird would be good. Oh my God. He's just like, <laughs> no. Skate over everything. He'd be stuck all just day. Mud everywhere. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. I hate mud. <laughs> I hate mud. Chrissy Rec- destroyed my Jeep last time. I was like, you're cleaning that. <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> Recommends Redbird. I hate mud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just partial to it because that was like our second park I ever went to. It was a good time. And if you can get it down wasn't there. It wasn't real muddy, though, when we went. It was, yeah. like, perfect. If you can get down there on a dry week, like, right now. Well, no, not, not right now because it just rained like a bitch down there. Um, But, like, when we had that drought and stuff for a while, I bet it was getting decent. It was. It I was dusty. It was see. dusty as hell when we were out there, though. That's the only bad thing. Did you guys go? No, Recently, we oh. went, like, oh, years yeah, that's ago. Yeah, yeah. years ago. Yeah. I guess that park's changed quite a bit. I haven't been down to it recently. I haven't either. I don't even recognize Badlands because it'd been so long since I'd been there. Oh, really? I was like, oh, great. Let's go. We got to hit Green Trail. And I was like, Green Trail closed? (laughs) Where is it? Then we went down blue and I was like, this is part of Green Trail. Yeah. It's definitely different than what it used to be. Um, But yeah. Just, it'd be fun to go do a little small tire run because then you can be. get back to like trying to figure out like it's all skill after that. Leave my lockers like open, open. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You'd have to take out at least one chase vehicle that was like, it's fine to, to leapfrog everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bring in the other truck that can get us out. No way. You, like that's part of the fun of it. Like, okay, you're stuck. Now try to figure out how to get that guy around you so you can get out. People are waiting on you. They're looking at the regs. Like these are all built. Why are you on 31? <laughs> <laughs> this dude's drag like just see a pumpkin drag from a 14 bolt all down the trail what it's are like, you doing from the very beginning of the trail exactly yeah, from the very beginning <laughs> i think everybody in that group is shaved like they all have their 40 the, yeah the rear axle is shaved i think but They're i don't know if 31s would work i think you have to do 33s it would be you'd probably have like i would say three or four inches of ground clearance wouldn't it be awesome though like if you could get like the hard part would be you got to get wheels and tires, essentially. Yeah. Nobody's going to swap out their bead locks to go no. 33. You know no, what I mean? Like, they're not going to do all that not. work. But 
if you could get a cheap deal on steely bead the steely wheels yep. and uh and bead locks get some or not bead locks and uh and some 33 inch tires yeah you know I'm like, thinking some of those retread. What are those? The, oh, the tread rights. Tread rights. Yeah. <laughs> I think you. I it's think like, you could get a, a an actual tire, uh, for around the same price. I think so. You're talking about buying in bulk. You're talking like about a, buying like 20 tires. Like, like put a patty on it or something. Yeah, and I thought about that. You could. Yeah, but I don't know. There might be a better option. I'm sure there is. I mean, yeah. Did you get for a deal? Maybe those KO twos are. I mean, like, what if I, we I get, think they're kind of expensive. What if we could get like the the Kenda Cleaver MTs or oh, the RTs? Yeah. I always forget about those. Yeah, those are cheap. Those they are fairly are. cheap. Yeah, you can get some of those in a thirty three twelve fifty seventeen. Yeah, I think find f- somebody wanted to do you a deal on them. The I have some Goodyears on my XJ. Oh really? They're like a medium, like a all train, but they're more a little more aggressive. Like they're more on the a mud train. Yeah, and like leaning you. more towards a mud train, but it's an all train. I can't even remember what they are, but they're the, kind of expensive. But they they're nice. Really? They do great. What are they? They're a good year. A good year. Yeah, oh, really. Huh. I can't even remember what they are. Mm, interesting. The uh, does Goodyear make the Duratrax? Is that what they are? They might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah Duratrax sure. are not cheap, but they're a good tire. Yeah, I think I, I think I paid a G. Eight, like yeah, yeah, close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. Cause that's just a stock size tire. Didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 A G for stock tires on an XJ. That sounds, that sounds like a dirt, right? Yeah. 250 a tire. They do um, great, man. I'm got out with a little bit and played around. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A little bit of, you know, bike to them. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. They actually do pretty good. There's a lot of guys that run them. They just don't make them. I don't think they make them a big tire. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, but, uh, yeah, you could run, uh, something like that. Ken Cleaver, or if you could find like, maybe, I don't know if Scott Goforth has any pull. We could see if we could talk to him and see if he could, you know, source up wheels and tires. We're going to do dumb shit. Uh, we're going to do dumb shit on video. <laughs> yeah. We'll mention you. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll mention you. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it? Scott's. Yeah. He told us, he's like, I'll give you guys tires. If you go tear your shit up. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. That sounds good. I don't know. It'd be, I think it'd be a good time because it takes you back to your roots and, yeah. and lets you go it's back all, to it's all skill and driver. Yeah, after it all that. comes back to skill. Yep. You're like, how good are you? Not very. Yeah, that's what sucks because I'll watch people from a distance and they'll crawl over stuff and I kind of use them as a gauge. <laughs> yeah, And exactly. I'm like dodging. Like you, you can definitely tell because you got to, you know, dodge stuff with your pumpkin more. You can't approach things the same way. Right. Um, I got a customer asking what time he wants that truck here. Now. Eight would be ideal. Right now. Yep. Right right now. No, we're not done with the podcast, but we will be by eight. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Just like let's not tear up the shop this time though. After this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not destroy the door. That'd be ideal. Oh, Fuck Tuesday. Jeez. That was a rough day. Oh that day sucked. That was like what four, ended up being like fifteen hours by the end. It was of the something day. like that. Yeah, oh fourteen or fifteen hours. And uh yeah, it's just it's stupid. Ridiculous. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, yeah, but it would have been a lot cooler if we'd have got done with that truck at like two. Like, hell yeah. Oh, knocked no. out some stuff in we the shop. Made so, some money. Like, we were on fire that day. We could have we 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 got a lot more done that day. Yeah, we were on fire that day. It felt like anyway. But I mean, uh, my back was on fire. But yeah. <laughs> my I mean. back was on fire. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a. I don't know. I got a few things going on. I'd have got to sleep earlier last night. I'm going to shout this out. I would have got to sleep earlier last night and got more than like three and a half hours of sleep. 
except for Corey O'Malley was I was snapping him about like fuel mileage on a Cummins. And then we were chit-chatting about that. And we're talking about new trucks. He's like, why don't you just buy a brand new one? I'm like, cause they're too expensive. He's like, but there's zero percent. I'm like, no. And I started looking and like trying to find one that met my specs. I found a couple of them, but they're like, they're like 58 or 60 some thousand dollars. I'm just yeah, like, I mean, do I really want to buy a brand new Ram, a 1500 for $60,000 with cloth seats? It just depends on, you know, how long you intend to keep it, I guess. I know. And if you're going to tow with it a lot, I mean, they, they're, they're really nice. Brendan's is just, Oh yeah. I am Brendan's is loaded. The, oh my God. His I'm is blown away by those trucks. Yeah. His is a limited. It's like, Oh my God. And but, it's a Cummins. Yeah, that thing coming out of moonlight didn't even downshift. It just it's, turned the cooling fan on. Cause it was like, Oh, <laughs> it's a little hot. <laughs> yeah. It didn't care. It did not care. <laughs> two Jeeps two, on the back, two Jeeps on that gooseneck. Yeah. yeah. No care in the world. Oh, a Cummins would be nice, but like, the new ones are just a half ton that's for sixty thousand dollars. It's like, man, that's crazy. Oh, the Corey said that's more than what he paid for his diesel oh. in twenty eighteen when he bought it brand new. Oh wow. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. crazy. I remember looking at them in two thousand four when they were brand oh new God. and they're like thirty nine, forty two for yeah. like Oh man, so much money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's going to spend 40 grand on it? Another 80. Like, yeah. Oh. No, yeah. Hmm. If you get a Ford Platinum, it's 99,000 yeah, or exactly. 110,000. <laughs> it's like, depends on what you want. Oh my God. Yep. It's crazy. It is. The truck market is a hot disaster at the moment. Yeah. They only appeal to people. It, it's either you don't want it or you better have FU money. It feels like if it. you want a three quarter ton yeah. or a loaded, even a loaded half ton. I mean, they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, the uh, there was a couple of, uh, three quarter tons up here at the dealership that fit the build the three quarter ton with a Cummins in it. And so yeah. and they're like 76, 78. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, if you can get it within, you know, 15 or 20,000 of a new one, yeah, there's a lot to be said about buying a new truck yep. because you don't know if the guts got towed out of it when they, I mean, yeah, it might have 30,000 yep. miles, but it might have 30,000 miles at max load rating. Like, <laughs> yeah continuously and you don't know right it's like yeah then you know that did it hurt it no did it take some life to away from down the road i mean it may have you that's know? one of the, well, the truck that i was looking at the comments that i found online it fits the build everything's uh what i want in a truck the only thing it that is not quite what i want is it has a uh flip down center console with the cup holders instead of like an actual flow through oh yeah so it has the 40 20 40 bench seat up yeah front. yeah and uh um we were looking at that truck and I sent it over to Corey and Corey was taking a look at it. And he's like, uh, man, it looks like it has an aftermarket tailpipe on it. He's like, so it's probably already been deleted. He's oh. like 94,000 miles already been deleted. He's like, ah, I'd be a little weary about that, uh, 68 RFE. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's something to think about. I don't know shit about them. So, you know, I don't know. Um, and, uh, and then we started looking at the service history. So it had like a full car fax. It was bought in Bunker Hill, Indiana at this dealership serviced at this dealership every time. And then, so while, uh, Potentially every time there's a lot of service histories of like oil changes, tire rotations, all that stuff at the same dealership. And then it was then uh, traded in at the same dealership. So the whole history is at that dealership. Uh, As far as we know. There's a couple of like long interval oil changes that like, like, oh, who knows? It could have sat. That's 15,000 miles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then there's one that's really weird at like 61,900 miles. It had an oil change and a fuel filter change. Yeah. And that was in July. And then 
it was back in the dealership for an oil change in November with 62,000 miles, a 100 miles difference in four months. Hmm. And I was like, that's odd. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> like you it's know, making like, noise. Did it just sit? Yeah, did it just sit <laughs> and like for four months and then get an oil change or did yeah. like it have something done to it and then get an oil change? At the same time it did that, same time I got that oil change, it also got uh front wheel hub bearings, two front hub bearings, I think yeah. I said. Um, so it's like, huh. It will it will paint a picture of what's going on with the It does like it's kinda like cur- okay. makes you curious, like were you cluster swapping? Like, yeah. I why mean, did you only gain a hundred miles in four months? And then right. immediately after that, like as soon as that, as soon as that happened, it was back in like a month or two later, um, for another oil change at 7,000 miles. Hmm. So it's like, why did it sit for four months? And then all of a sudden run 7,000 miles. I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't raise too much of a red flag about it. Yeah. I mean, it could just be that it could just be anything. And yeah. that's maybe why he got rid of maybe he's getting out of needing to tow right. stuff. It could be and those longer service changes, it could be he got it changed somewhere else. Right. Like yeah. He may have or he did it himself. Because mm-hmm. my truck looks that way too. I'll get lazy and I'll go in for the specials. Yeah. My and van the, looks terrible because my van has zero service history. Yeah. <laughs> um it's never had an oil change ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just keep pouring new stuff in there. Um but uh, it that was back at sixty thousand miles, and it's now got ninety, and it's still chugging along. So mm. just broke in at a hundred, you know. Uh, you know that's what you would think. Diesel. I don't know. Um, but uh, they're asking fifty for it. Yeah, leather seats, uh, heated cooled seats, heated steering wheel, nice color are, match, sport package. Is the craziness with trucks still going on? Oh fuck yeah, non stop. No, that shut truck should probably be about forty. Two probably, like in in 2019, right? It would have been probably a forty two thousand dollars truck, maybe something like that. Um, but now I with, just can't justify. I don't it. know that it's ever going to come back down that far. Mm. I think it'll come back down. I think watching the market as hard as I've been watching it, and I know you fuckers are tired of hearing me talk about trucks, but that's what's on my life. It's what's in my like. That's what I'm talking about right now. So fuck you, my truck podcast. <laughs> truck gang. <laughs> um watching the market over the last you know 3 months now it's it's softening up but it's not so much that it's like thousands of dollars you're right you know over the course of the last 3 months it's maybe been 2 grand and when you get to that like that or maybe or maybe like 1500 and and you, they're wanting 60 for that 50 50 yeah. and a new one's 68 70 oh my god yes yeah, 78 I mean, really? that that truck new is, is would probably be today. That truck new would be probably seventy six. It's got the smaller screen in it. But if you think I'm about probably, it, yeah, probably seventy four, seventy six. If, if you can get, if you can get the factory rebated mm, yeah. zero APR, you can't. Well, I mean, not currently. Not on that. Not on a twenty five hundred of that stature. Mm. Yeah, those days are gone. Then I don't know. Well, it's just not currently on sale, right? You know, there's not the current sales. It, it might be worth just getting a low percentage rate yeah just because by the time you'd pay the same amount if you can get the interest rate right the bank you'll you'll sit in the end of the note you'd be paying the same amount for the brand new truck yeah well just buy the brand new truck when so the bank right now has an introductory rate of 2.2 percent that's really good so it's stupid low yeah yeah so you're not gonna like it's it's a there's a difference between 2.2 and zero but it's Mm -hmm. not like 
tens of thousands of dollars. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just having this conversation a little bit ago with Derek on the phone. We were talking about like new truck versus used truck. He's like, yeah, but you like, you'll pay pay more for it. But if you can get, you know, if you can talk them down on the MSRP and then you can get it for zero, he's like, you're going to have better equity. So if you go trade in in two years, you'll have more to put money towards, ahead. Yeah. You'll be, yeah. have more to put towards your Especially next Especially if the market stays up, you might not lose, you may lose nothing. Like, yeah. Right. You know, buy a brand new truck driver for 10,000 yeah. miles. And that's, well, it's a van. That's what my, that's what my nephew did. He bought yep. a brand new Denali and sold it two years later and like made money. I think he made money. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's a weird time. It is. It's not time. normal. No, but I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know what it'll do. It, you know, time will tell. I'll just keep on watching it and see what it does. We'll just wait till the economy crashes and then you just walk in and take the keys and you know, whatever you want. Be like, I am legend. <laughs> just I am legend. We'll go in and take the Cobra and start ripping there down the road. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, pretty much. But anyway, we got an hour in here. Um, pretty much covered a couple of, a couple of off-road things. I was going to talk to you more about other stories, about off-road stories, but we'll do it another time. Yeah. You'll be around. Um, yeah. Make sure that you harass Chris to get me some gears, <laughs> some sprockets. <laughs> um, no, really, if you need something for your Jeep, like I said, he ordered all my transfer case stuff for me and had it here in just a couple of days and I did nothing. I just was like, I need these things. He's like, cool. Give me a card number. Um, so that's pretty nice. And uh, so if you need anything, check out completeoffroad.com and or call five, six, three, five, eight, three, five, three, six, three, and uh, give Chris a chat. See if he can find you what you need. If you need any kind of, uh, off-road recovery stuff, make sure you look up Rick and, uh, Fred over at crawler off-road and, uh, crawleroffroad.com. And they'll hook you up with some cool recovery stuff that they got going on over there. I think we're gonna have Rick back on here pretty soon. I was going to say, I my we do these early podcasts. You could, uh, he might be up. Give him a call. Mm-hmm. You know? He might be up and available in the Just morning. Just warn him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, are you going to get around six? Um, so yeah, um, check out Crawler Off-Road. Check out Off-Road Anonymous for your bracketry and fabrication parts and organization stuff. And then check out Morflate for your inflation stuff. It's M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E.com. And that is all I know for this week. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Episode 140. Joel, any last words? I don't know what to do with my hands. That's that's all you got? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. And maybe someday we'll catch you on the trail. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. I wasn't wasn't, uh, (laughs) super, super duper.